this one does feel kind of like a Lorene response of like, okay, we, we've got like half a panini press lying around. Hello and welcome to the EuroWhat, episode 219 dropping on February 20th, 2024. We are a pair of Americans trying to make sense of the Eurovision Song Contest. I'm Ben Smith and I'm here with my co-host, Mike Lacombe. Hey Mike. Hello. In this episode, we'll be talking about Super Saturday 2, The Revenge. Oh, yeah, that that was a lot this weekend, it wasn't was, it? <laughs> it, was, it was a lot. A welcome return after being absent last week. Yeah, yeah, how was your trip? It was delightful. Uh, we'll be debriefing on it over on Patreon. Please go tune into that one. I think it's going to be good. I'm excited about it. It was a real good trip. It was delightful to be in Finland for almost a week. I'm so looking forward to the full debrief on it and your full thoughts on the Windows 95 man of it all. We got right back to it this weekend, starting on Friday, when Germany had Das Deutsche Finale. It's like the third year in a row or so that they've done this process. You know, we we have Barbara, we have like eight or nine or ten-ish acts, and at the end they pick something. And I, I think it has about the level of enthusiasm that we are demonstrating right yep. now. <laughs> yep. it, is, it was a program on television that I watched with my eyes. Yeah, uh, kind of a weird, almost prescient way of kicking off this weekend, just with how scoring went down in a number of the national finals. A fun little thing of like, what if instead of proportional scoring, we just boil everything down to 12, 10, 8, etc., and end up with the result that everybody is just sort of okay with? I was prepared to go fully off on Germany about this, because that is exactly what happened. They had their international jury of eight countries, so a lot of points lying around. And then after all of those results were in, converted everything to 12, 10, 8. But like second through fifth place, there was only like a four-point spread. A couple of them were tied. It was super close. It was super close. And they just boiled it down in ways where I'm like, that no, th- no, those should be closer. I felt really bad for Florian, who was the wild card and in distant last place after the jury, but he ended up with fewer points after the conversion than he had from the jury. He's like, well, that's, yes, that's yes. just rude. <laughs> that happened. And then uh, the televote results came in. And again, it was like the 12, 10, 8. It didn't really matter as much because Isak was the winner of both the jury and televote. So like the results would not have changed if they did a proportional score, but... Still, it's the principle of the thing. It's the principle so. <laughs> of the thing. Like, give us a little bit of drama, Germany. I guess we should talk about the winner, Isak, and always on the run. He's got a really good voice, and I was really surprised at how good he sounded live. I think he had the best vocal of the night, but I really wish it was a better song. Or... Yeah, no, this is this is a voice winner song. This is what you give to the person where, like, you've won the voice and we're never going to hear from you again. I'm curious to see how this is received, because it does feel like it is not necessarily current, but pop-friendly, pop-radio-friendly enough. I looked up how old the song Radioactive is and uh, had a mild tremor after <laughs> realizing, oh, God, that song is 12 years old. So, yeah. uh, I, I saw somebody online just thinking of other acts that sounds like called this Rag and Bone Man. And I was like, yes, it does sound like Rag and Bone Man, but German. Shout out to the random elephant noise in the chorus. That, 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 that That's what was getting me through the song. Like, I, 
because I'm just like, why is that there? To help me cut the audio clip. Uh, that, that's what I was using as my reference point. <laughs> <laughs> I am not sure that this gets Germany out of the basement. I kind of want to hear what the rest of the field is like, just because it does feel like it's kind of of a piece of what Latvia selected last weekend and what I was worried was going to be picked in a number of the national finals this weekend. So like, it's like, oh, is it just like growly man pop? Is that is that is that what we're doing right now? Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like the voice, wish I liked the song more on first listen. It may grow on me. It was the best option out of the options we were presented, I think. Yes, yeah. Although justice for Katza. So. <laughs> yeah, justice for Katza, though. Because, like, I'm just like, yes, this is what I want from Germany. Something that just feels very German. Played so much better live than I was expecting. I I don't know what I was expecting, uh, just based on the studio track. Like, I thought it was going to be something very, very simple. And I suppose it was mm-hmm. a very simple performance, but... The live element of it really elevated. Maybe it was the audience. I, th- I think they were uh, enthusiastic about it as well. Yes. And then uh, just like the continuing trend of, okay, I guess we're doing an ABBA medley. Oh, yeah. <laughs> in, in every selection. It's just like, at this point, like, I would like there to be a required essay component of na- of this year's contest. Every entrant has to explain what ABBA song they like best and why, and it factors into their final score. And the thing that I loved is that it opened with, gimme, 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 and like all they were singing was gimme 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 like they just kept repeating <laughs> that part it's like wait a minute you can't you can't play abba that way like that that's taking it way too easy so <laughs> on saturday we had four selections on top of a couple of other semifinals that were happening the day technically started off with moldova but estonia was the first one was Estonia the first one to name their winner? I don't know. It just kind of turned into a blur at about Yeah, like at, at a certain point, just like television was happening. Yeah. The first in our document is Estonia. They had their Este Lal final, where five of the semifinalists joined five of the auto qualifiers. All 10 performed. There was a jury. There was televoting. There was their weird super final system, which even after following this contest for well over a decade, I still don't fully understand, but everybody seems fine with it. Ali, Five Minust and Pulup, and Nelilis Vaiksu were the super finalists. I think those three were the right three. What about you? I also liked Annette Vaikma's Serotonin. She was in good position to possibly advance. And yeah. And it was Five Minust and Pulup with Nendest Narcoticumi Dest a tea me cool me taki They were the overwhelming crowd favorite. They got 60% of the super final televote. Yeah, I have a feeling had they not made it into the super final, which was a slight possibility, there may have been riots in Tallinn. That was my understanding going into this is that they were the favorite. What did you think of this one? While it was happening on the show, okay, I get what this is going for, but it's not doing for me what I think it's supposed to be doing for me. But I will say every time I watch it or every time I listen to it more, I get it when I've followed my usual device for these things and listened to it without watching the visuals. I'm like, oh, this has big trendy little energy. Mm-hmm. This could really pop off in the arena. 
Although I want them to tighten up the stage show because like watching it, I'm like, this is just six dudes kind of all over the place. This one is giving me winter vibes. This is one that I have instantly responded to. But I completely agree with you. They have a lot of work to do between now and May. Like they need to tighten up that performance. Like I I watched the semifinal performance, which in my memory was better than the final performance. While it was tighter, there were still a lot of things just like, oh, you need to fix that. Oh, you need to fix that. The camera operator did not know what to do. The choreography can be a little bit cleaner. I'm, I'm hoping now that they know that they're going, they'll be able to like really buckle down and like tighten everything up. But I completely agree with you about the trenulental energy. I'm not fully getting a winner vibe, but I'm getting this one. This one is going to be a secret dark horse, potentially. Oh, especially given that it's in the second semifinal. This is this is through. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It kind of feels a little bit like a mixture of Trenulatal and Incorpore Sano, like just in terms of the radicalization, because it is Estonia sort of saying ACAB, which I'm also like, <laughs> intrigued by. So. They need to make that clear in the performance, because that was not like, because like I did not pick that up at all, and I'm immediately more on board. Yeah, yeah. Like if you if you if you look at the lyrics of the song, it's like, oh, this is yeah, like, I, uh, yeah. So <laughs> good work, Estonia. It was a fun final. I thought Ollie's performance was really good. Like I I don't like the sort of Lincoln Park vibe in general, but it was a great example of what he's trying to do. And yeah, like I, I think it was a great example of that genre of music that I've seen in any contest. Yeah, yeah. Like I also generally do not respond to the Lincoln Park of it all, but I was like, no, this is this is decent. I would not be mad about this, even though like it seemed like uh Fibmunust and Pulup uh had the had it kind of a runaway. Hopefully Ali comes back soon. I, I believe he was in last year's contest and did well. Uh he was second place here. I would not be surprised if we see him at Eurovision in the next couple of years. Agreed. You were focused on SD Lyle. I was focused on Moldova's process, since that also started early in the day. That was like a fun opening act for Holograph. I think the concert was longer than the actual competitive performances portion of the show. Oh, yeah, because like we were getting to like 2 p.m. and I'm like, I need to switch over to Lithuania. Can you guys like name some finalists? But like would keep checking in on like the tab I had moved things over to. Just like, okay, but like, have you guys figured some stuff out? I was underwhelmed by Moldova's choices this year. Really? A, I missed out on like the the marathon. So like this is my first time seeing a bunch of them. But like a lot of them vocally were not there. I was very concerned that the people performing could not sing their songs. I did watch the auditions, and I, I was very enthusiastic coming out of the auditions. It's like, Ben should cover the final just so that he can be as excited as I am about this. But yeah, like I, I think vocally, it was still... It was better than at the auditions for some Okay, <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I hope so. <laughs> Visually, they had like a couple things that felt very strong and very thought through visually, and it turns out those were number one and number two controversially it turns out in, ter- in terms of how things shook out because natalia barbu and in the middle was named as the winner i'm very into the five identical women with violins that was a really good visual. I can see how it translates to what we know about the Sweden stage. So, like, I understand, like, why the jury placed this one at the top. 
Moldova did the thing that seemingly everybody else was doing this weekend and took the jury vote and turned them into 12, 10, 8, etc. And then did that with the televote as well. I mean, the problem is that uh, Valeria Pasha's anti-princess had almost twice the televote as Natalia. If they had used proportional points for this, she would have won because she had so much of a percentage of the televote. Right. Looking at the official rules of this year's process, it doesn't actually spell out what to do in the event of a tie for first place would be broken, (laughs) either by the jury vote or televote. It's simply, the song which receives the most points. Like this is the sort. This is why Lithuania had an all-public super final this year, just in case they had another situation like what happened last year. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, what they could they could do a mashup. <laughs> see I, how that I works. Mean, I'm I'm really interested to see how this shakes up because like they've definitely sent the paperwork for Natalia Barbu, but Valeria is appealing the results, and like those were the correct two to be near the top. Mm-hmm. Both of them have visual presence, specifically like the sort of visual presence I, I associate with Moldova. Yeah, like I was kind of blown away by Anti Princess's performance because that song really was doing nothing for, for me from the studio side. But that stage performance, like in my notes, it was like, oh, this is really working for me. The stage performance, like this is classic Moldova. Yeah, yeah, like the aluminum foil wrapped props and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like, oh, I, I love it. It's <laughs> the DIY national final. It, it, it's fantastic. My assumption is that no, we're sending Natalia and we'll just shake this out for next year. It's such a shame because, like, I really enjoyed this year's lineup. I'm a little disappointed that you didn't enjoy the show as much as I was hoping you were going to enjoy the show. I do want whoever put both of the songs called Fever back to back. (laughs) I just want them to get a raise because that's just chef's kiss. Yeah, yeah. But I wish we were talking about the show rather than this really murky result that came out of it. It's like, oh, no, we're just kind of burying like what was great about this particular Moldova season. So, mm-hmm. <sighs> oh, well, figure out your rules, people. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Like, have, like, have a policy for, t- for what happens in case of a tie, especially if you're doing the reductive voting thing. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Continuing in the theme of murky results, Denmark. They had their Dansk Melody Grand Prix. There were eight acts that were performing, a jury plus televote to reduce that to three super finalists. And then the jury and televote again. It was very similar to what Luxembourg did. And it was also as weird as (laughs) the implementation as Luxembourg. But the winner ended up being uh, Saba with the song Sand. And this one also has a little bit of controversy because uh, Saba finished first with the jury, but was third in the televote. But because of the way the points, like the points were sort of proportional, but yeah, people were not happy that the person who finished third in the televote still ended up winning. Uh, so we, we've learned nothing from 2023. Yeah, we, we, we've learned nothing. <laughs> um, although like, I will note that like they did this proportionally, which is nice because looking at the numbers, I'm like, I don't know, like the televote is pretty evenly spread out like there's not like a strong preference in one way or the other for any of these three songs which feels like an uh uh-oh to me did did you actually watch any of denmark or did you just see my annoyed posts about it (laughs) okay like it was it was not the most prominent tab in my browser lithuania was on the tv by that point and just would like check in on the other ones as they were happening I fully agree with you that uh, Choo Choo's The Chase 
parentheses zoom zoom is like 70% there and I'm really scared about the other 30%. I don't think it should have won, but it was the one like if it had like a multi-stage process, it'd be like, okay, I could see this one like moving on to a second round. And then I'd like to see what sort of revisions are made to like really boost it. But that's not what this process is. It's a one and done. Admittedly, I missed any sort of pre-roll that may have happened explaining the meaning behind Basim's song. Heard that one in the super final and was just like, lyrically, you know, this one is kind of messed up, dude. Yeah, that one I was ambivalent about going in. By the time of like the 15th repetition of it, I was just like, I actively hate this. Yeah, song. Just like I actively dislike this. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, I don't like this is what y'all wanted. There were a couple of songs in the lineup that really grated on my last nerve. And it may have just been like, yeah, Saturday was a very full day. And I think I was maybe just little cranky, needed a snack, that sort of thing. But there there were a couple of songs in the lineup in Denmark's contest that, no, absolutely not. Like, it got down to the three, it got down to, I'm like, well, it's clearly sand. And, like, this one does feel kind of like a Lorene response of, like, okay, mm. like, we, we've got, like, half a panini press lying around. It was a good opener, I think. It was like, all mm-hmm. right, you're kind of setting up your thesis statement for for this particular final. All of the movement in the performance is coming from the cameras and from the lights. Saba, she's not doing a lot of movement herself. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that that gets tweaked for Melma. This seems like something that Sasha Jean-Baptiste might be able to zhuzh Yeah, a bit. get them in the mix. Yeah, I'm not thinking like four dancers in a line behind her. I, I, <laughs> that, that, but something like the way that Jean's Tears performance got tweaked. That was immediately where my brain went. Although now I'm just like, oh man, we're going to get four dancers. Four dancers wearing hats. Yeah. <laughs> Hourglass hats. Ooh, there we go. Uh, <laughs> with three minutes of sand in them. Oh, it'd be fantastic. So I think this was, again, of the options presented, the right one to be selected. That's not the most ringing endorsement. <laughs> no. but, but Well, yeah, like, I'm just like, De- like, Denmark, this is like the third year in a row where we've been like, well, I guess it's this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they are in that second semifinal, so... There's a chance. There's a chance. If everybody is submitting girl, I guess, uh, to that <laughs> semifinal, like, it'll make it a real contest, so that'll be fun. I mean, like, I don't, I don't wish this on the countries yet to select for that one, but just the, the notion of a, all of the good ones are here, and the I guess. This has a good base. Like, it, it's good. I want it to be great, and I think it can be great. There's just some stuff that's going to need to happen over the next couple of months for it to get up to that next level, I think. Yes, agreed. The last selection of the day, although I did not expect it to be the last selection of the day, was Lithuania. Like, the 10 entries they selected sounded even better in the arena. Looking through pre-show stuff, uh, Dudepoint had written a lovely blog post explaining all of the various things in Lithuania's final, and pointed out that the vocalist in Pluie de Comet is Yuste from Need More Fun last year, which blew my mind. I had not realized it was her. Yeah, I didn't really realize that either, and I loved Need More Fun, so mm-hmm. um, yeah, I wish I loved this track as much as I loved that one. But. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a good vibe, but like, it, it wasn't like a good Eurovision selection. Apparently, it is, this was the Saturday of long interval acts because we had like three or four songs from Mango. An act I don't believe I've encountered before. Yeah, uh, although it's it's like the, it's been like the rare Lithuanian interval act where I haven't been like Lithuania. Why aren't you sending this? I'm like, no, this is good. This is this is a good interval act. They can hang out in Vilnius. It's cool. 
it's not a girl group type year. I think when that swings around again in Eurovision land, they, they might be someone to tap on the shoulder. But mm-hmm. Yes. When they did the reveal of the first round, they showed the numbers for everybody except the top three, which they which they listed in alphabetical order and like gave everybody like a mild heart attack. I feel like we knew the Roop was going to be in the mix. I was pretty s- strong that Sylvester Belt was going to be in the mix just because that one has been apparently at the top of Lithuania's Spotify Top 50 for like weeks. But then Shower was also in the mix. Yes. <laughs> and I do I do want to respond to that because I don't think I <laughs> and it's not even that I said anything controversial. It's the fact that I didn't say that Sylvester Belt <laughs> was in the mix. That that is the most pushback I've gotten from the audience of this podcast. <laughs> but nobody had Shower on their radar, so everybody can back off now. Yeah, it's just like hey, hey everybody, <laughs> leave us alone. We've we've been on the Sylvester <laughs> Belt train. But like Ben, Ben, you were part of that backlash toward me so <laughs> i was part of it i was part of it yeah i was i was also screaming okay but mike sylvester belt i've been on the we should have eurovision in lithuania train for a few years now you talked about Estonia having winter vibes. This one has winter vibes for me. Oh, yeah, I completely agree. The The way that they've done the staging so far feels like it translates really well. He can sing it live. It sounded better in the arena than it did in his heat, and it sounded really good in the heat. There's just something very catchy about it. There's an earned dance break. I'm glad that's becoming part of the criteria, because I have to think about like earned and unearned key changes. I think dance break can also kind of fall into that sort of rubric. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> It's like, we get it. You saw Chanel. This does seem like a fully realized performance, and he has a charisma about him that you can't manufacture, I don't think. I've been meaning to say this every time we talk about Lithuania, but like, shout out to like the Lithuanian TikToker that they put in the the, the interview role, because he's been doing a great job. Overall, what did you think of this new format, new, this new season? The right choices were made, because again, everybody sounded fantastic in the arena, like even uh, VB Gang. That was the best they have sounded. That was a really fun performance. Like, I still kind of miss the way that we got to see development and evolution in these performances. I feel like the ultimate correct outcome was achieved. Mm -hmm. I feel like we may have lucked into that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, like I was, yeah, because like there was a moment where I was real scared that, oh no, shower one. It kind of felt like the format was being designed to kind of cushion the idea of the Roop inevitably winning. Mm, um, like, I'm thinking mm-hmm. back to, like, 2021, where they can't just send them again in 2021. They need to have some sort of competition, but they're probably going to win. How do we have a legitimate competition or at least mm-hmm. the veneer of a, a legitimate competition and it feels like this format was kind of trying to account for that a little bit but having two relative newbies to this style of competition be first and second place it's like oh, okay this was my first time actually hearing the the roop song like I, I did not catch up after after my trip last week so i'm like it's well i'll see it at the final if that had been an interval act i think i would have enjoyed it more than knowing it was in the competition. Of their three most recent entries, it's not their strongest. It's No. It, the performances were like a rehash of various other things they've done in years before, but they're not quite as fully baked. Good job, Lithuania. Sylvester Belt, I, I think, is an excellent choice. 
I'm really excited to see what they do for this in in Momo. Baltics are coming in strong this year. Selfishly, as a person who would like to go to the Baltics, I would not be mad about a Lithuania win. All right. And then first thing Monday morning, woke up to news that we have Poland's artists. And it is Luna who will be representing them with The Tower. So Poland's process this year was they had a five-person selection committee going through 60 submissions. There was voting, and apparently it was very close. I saw that apparently this beat out Justina, who was their 1995 entry by, by like one point. Oh, wow. Okay. I like that they went with a closed committee this year, because just my understanding of the selection last year was that even though there was a public process, it was very much kind of a committee picking anyways. Yeah. Also, Poland's broadcaster is in um, a bit of an overhaul right now. Oh, uh, right. Yeah. Like, that's a whole mess. Yeah. To the point where it's just like, huh, I wonder what Poland's status is going to be in the competition. <laughs> but uh, yeah, there was like no rumblings of them like not being able to participate. So I'm, I'm glad that there's a song. What do you think of this track? We described them as hotel art last year, and this is like a different style of hotel art to me. It's Spotify, up-tempo alt electronica okay yeah for me it was kind of reading as ellie golding by way of kids bop in terms of production the production is like a little on the generic side for me Mm -hmm. like this this, like this is commercial music i was reading about luna i was reading about her as a performer before i hit play on the song and i was expecting that poland had seen what slovenia is doing this year was like we can do that too and then i put play this is a completely different song from that vibe yes uh, although i i thought in the video the choreography like the, just the kind of like <laughs> bonelessness is really the only way to kind of describe it but it's like oh they have kind of similar body types or body movement things going on it's very interesting to look at but yeah like uh i also could not help but think what this is going to look like on stage coupled with poland's uh desire to use visual effects and overlays <laughs> the windows movie maker of it all yeah yeah so i, I have a feeling this may be closer to uh super mario wonder than previous <laughs> years and i'm kind of excited for that oh yeah no like i i, I absolutely want to see what graphics package they put on screen this time uh <laughs> Reading through her background, just like her biggest influences are Nick Cave and Bjork, hmm. which awesome. Those are those are very interesting artists to have as things that inspire you, but also where. Truthfully, I need to sit with this one a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah, because uh, like, just, yeah, we've had it for hours. Yes. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't even have the chance to check her Wikipedia page. So uh, this is very much a first impression, but a positive first impression. It's not the most interesting thing, but like in in stating that, I feel like I also need to clarify it's not like boring. No, it's not boring at all. And and I did the thing this time where I listened to the song before watching the video, and I think that that also helped uh, with that because, uh, yeah, the video it focuses on chess. Come on, no. <laughs> <laughs> Along with all of those selections, we had our normal Saturday programming, uh, including Melfest. It was their third heat. The acts that went direct to final were Jacqueline and Cassiopeia. Not really surprised by either of those? No, uh, no, although I will say the Jacqueline song is the best thing I've heard this Melfest. Completely agree. Yeah. 
it made me actively mad that it got direct to final because it means I can't listen to it on Spotify a bunch. Yeah. <laughs> I went to Spotify to go listen to it again. I was like, wait, ah, uh, dang it. High hopes for her. Cassiopeia's entry, it was fine. It, it was, was fine. Kind of what I was expecting. <laughs> it's, it's like, yeah, like I, I get I get why it's there. And like, it did what it's set up to do. It's not my favorite. And then the two that went on to the wildcard uh, vote are Claudie's and Gunilla Pearson's. Wait, who, thank you for noting, uh, I went to the show notes for last week and like went to her Wikipedia page and went through went on, on a whole journey. This song and performance was 100% what I expected, 100% what I wanted. <laughs> I finished the episode of Melfest, sad that Clara Klingenstrom got shut out of getting a chance in the final because of this. I have rewatched it several times now. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> Now that I see what's doing, I'm just like, okay, how did we not in in like in the one season of American Song Contest that we are ever going to get? <laughs> how did we not have any of the Real Housewives? Like, how did we not have Countess Luann? Well, no, th- that's my thinking. Is if they do ever have a second American Song Contest, they should cast it exactly the way that they are casting the Traders, and just have it be reality show people who have released <laughs> novelty singles. And Countess Luann should absolutely be at the top of that list. I'm thinking there's at least 50 drag queens from RuPaul's Drag Race who could also be included in that list. <laughs> mm-hmm. Candy Burris is already a songwriter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, there are so many of the Housewives. Yeah, this was Countess Luann energy through and through. They have put her on the middle of the stage. She is doing the song from there. And then, like, the dancers around her are doing the majority of the work. Yes. <laughs> uh, like, as they should. As, like, it is It is a song that is sung. Is it, yeah. is it sung well? I don't know. Probably no. for her. <laughs> the first time I'm watching this, I'm like, is this some kind of community service option? <laughs> because was it just, like, negotiated that, like, okay, you're a reality TV star. We could make you do some... Some time for for that one time when you like stole sunglasses or whatever, or you're just gonna be on Melfest. That's your punishment. You're gonna be on Melfest with a song that feels like it should be in like a season of The Mass Singer Sweden. I mean, I've always joked that Melfest is an alternative option if you do not want to do like mandatory military service, like <laughs> <laughs> either either two years in the Swedish defense or. Two songs in Melfest. It's Just sort of choice. like how so, in the yeah. 80s when your sitcom was off the air, you could either do daytime game shows or like made-for-TV movies during the summer. Yep, exactly. So, <laughs> In addition to like her laundry list of things from her time from being a Swedish housewife, she apparently owes the Swedish government like around 630,000 uh, Swedish kroner. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Her hotel room was raided the morning after her heat because, like, okay, if you're showing the money on TV, you need to pay up. Apologies, this is the Google Translate of of things. During the morning, precious shoes, clothes, and accessories were confiscated. If you show off your assets in the media, we'd be stupid if we didn't push it in. That sounds filthy, and I know it's not. Yes. (laughs) Oh, goodness. I She has a Uh, debt with the crown bailiff of over 630,000 Swedish kroner. I really hope she wins one of the wild card slots. I doubt it, but I doubt uh, I doubt it, but also part of me is like Sweden should just pick this internally. Fortunately, Jacqueline's in the final, so Heat 3 represent. This is yes. this is the first time I've been excited about Melfest in quite a while. So <laughs> That song was legitimately good. Why is it here? This is too good for Melfest. 
So next week on Melfest, we're going to see the return of Dotter and Danny Saucedo. So, um, yeah, I guess look forward to it. I, I don't know if they're going to be able to top this week. Uh. Like, can, can they top Gunilla while everything else was happening? Song of the Captain kicked off. I was excited about this year's Song of the Captain, although I always forget that like the two heats before the final just have real Sabado Gigante energy. I mean, the final does too, but the final does too. <laughs> but but like by but like I'm used to it by then. I liked this subgroup of songs that Iceland has to choose from amidst everything, and I thought that everything was really well performed for this heat. Although the standard Eurovision thing is that you open it with like a mel- a medley of like various Icelandic hits and favorites that have gone to Eurovision, favorites that have just done really well in in Song of the Captain, uh, and then just like in the middle now is just always Hatrik Mudsigra. Just being real nicely sung by, by in this case, uh, I forget who the other person was, but one of them was Siga, who was their 1994 entry because she was getting a special award. Yeah, and she performed her 1994 song as part of a later interval act. Every year, just like, we're just going to hear like a little snippet of Hatri Mood Sigra. Yeah. <laughs> it is a bit of a gear shift, so. <laughs> it, yes. Through to the final this week, we have Vibes Biomind and Anita's Stingen Off. So just like a real good week if your band name was in all caps. I really liked Stingem Off. I thought the performance was really polished. Yeah, like that one was like a great closer for the night. Felt really polished, felt very, just like a lot of charisma. I didn't watch the Song of the Captain show. I just picked up the performances on YouTube and I was actually watching them in reverse order. So that was the first one that I watched. And I was like, oh, this is a really good way to kick off the show. Oh, it's number five. Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I had it down to, I think it's these three and it was the, the two that went through. So Biomind and Sting em Off. Uh, and then I really liked Sonny's song, Feath Riddle D. It's not quite trip hop, but like it's her vocals over what eventually becomes like a very drum and bass beat. Yeah, like that one, it it just, it it felt a little too subtle and a little too interior. Yeah, it was a little lower energy than the two that went through. If it comes back for the final, I wouldn't be mad. I'm just hoping that there's a little bit more oomph to the performance. Yeah. Because uh, it didn't feel like it was really playing to the live audience, but it wasn't really playing to the TV audience either. I felt like... Biomind maybe wasn't like my favorite of the night, but like they had really thought through their performance. It had big Jedward energy. Oh, good. That was my note. That was my note as well. Like this was just like Icelandic Jedward. Positive. Any of the three that did not go through this week could be a wildcard finalist. Uh, Next week's heat has both Hera Bjork and Bashar Murad. That's probably going to gather some attention. I'm I'm guessing. Mm -hmm. I just remember that like 2019, we had Hera Bjork and Hattari in the same semifinal. She brings it out in people. I don't know. <laughs> that should be a good show. We've got Una Voce per San Marino. They have semifinals that are going to be airing each day to go through about 130 contestants. And by the time that you hear this episode, the Monday episode would have happened. On Monday, San Marino also announced who the big artists will be. And it's a recognizable list i think that's the best way to describe it from yes yeah like i like i went through it and like in our notes like they're they're mostly listed by how much googling i needed to do for them the big one on the list for me was like yelise who was italy's entry 1997 yeah also loredana berte who was a competitor in this year's san remo and was one of the favorites going into this year's competition 
I think there's going to be a faction that is very excited that she may have a second chance to go to Eurovision this year. The the first Google I did was like, okay, is the Corona that they're mentioning the Corona from uh, Rhythm of the Night? And yes. <laughs> uh, although, very confusingly, one of the acts is just a comma-separated list that's just, Vladi, DJ Jad, Corona, Ice MC. Like, this is the menu at a new American restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get an Ice MC to go, please. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, it is that Corona, so I'm I'm intrigued. And then they have alumni from uh, San Remo G- Giovanni, the 2022 edition of Univoce, Marcella Bella, who has been in many San Remos uh, back in the 70s and 80s. And for some reason, this really tickled me. Uh, Pago, who is from Music Farm, I'm assuming that's some sort of reality show. Yes. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so I, I, I googled Pago, Italian singer. And the first Google result was not like a Wikipedia Wikipedia, but like a fandom wiki for uh, Big Brother. Yes. Uh, I, I first, you have it in here as Grande Fratello VIP 4. And yes. it took me a minute to be like, oh, wait, yeah, that, that is Big Brother. Uh, and the VIP is just like, oh, it's Celebrity Big Brother, but Celebrity in the biggest of air quotes. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and Temptation Island. Uh, yes. What's yeah. that about? Uh- <laughs> uh, apparently, Italy also had Temptation Island, and he mm. was on it. That may have also been a celebrity a celebrity edition, which is a wild, which is a wild concept. <laughs> I, I didn't do like as much googling, like just like it was hard to just find uh, results for Temptation Island, Italy? Question mark. Wow. Oh. Yeah. But if anybody was going to have Celebrity Temptation Island, it, Italy does seem like a front runner for some reason. And... <laughs> they really do. Oh, my goodness. So Yeah, but oh. no, uh, apparently guys started on Music Farm, which I, I assume some sort of American Idol-esque thing, but for Italy. These eight artists uh, will automatically uh, advance to the final of Univoce per San Marino. There's also AI songs that were specifically developed for this year's contest. Uh, there's a company, Kasparaki AI, that put together, I think it was like eight or maybe a dozen songs using AI boiled that down to four different entries and the winner from that set was dana gillespie with the song the last polar bear i have not listened to any of them i just assume that they have that like if i stare at them too long i'll notice that there's one too many fingers on their right hand they're actual humans that are oh, performing yeah, no, 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 this I, one. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, yes it's hatsune miku everybody i do like the one of them is called dare to dream which is one of the themes of the contest before we settled on united by music Good job, computer. You did it. I'm not really surprised that this one won because Dana Gillespie has a very impressive resume. Like she is a prolific recording artist from the UK. She worked with David Bowie. She was the original Mary Magdalene in the London production of Jesus Christ Superstar. So uh, she's she's got her bona fides. Yeah, I'm very intrigued. Although song wise, like admittedly, I had I did not listen to any of the the AI songs. Oh, you're missing out. <laughs> oh yeah, like I'm, I'm I'm gonna have to go back. But like this one, just the description, I'm just like, oh okay, it's the climate change song, which like yes, that is an important issue. Yes, there's but I'm, also, I'm just like I don't want to. I don't know. I'm I'm going to hear it. <laughs> yeah. But. Also, the idea that an AI is talking about climate change when you consider how much power yeah, when it, it takes oh, to yeah, power. <laughs> To to quote a previous Eurovision song, that's rich. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> when it's coming from you. 
Ah, oh, so yeah, uh, Unit Voce per San Marino, San Marino being its most authentic self. I cannot wait. Just a beautiful, chaotic mess. I'm so excited. The final will take place on Saturday. Uh, it's going to be a pretty big show. Of the 130 contestants, eight of them will advance to the final. They will join the big artists. Uh, it's all jury. There's no audience input on this, but it should be a ton of fun. Also on the horizon, we will hear Belgium's entry on Tuesday morning. Moosty's song is called Before the Party's Over, uh, and it should feature a choir from Public Submissions. Dora, Croatia's selection, will have their semifinals. Those will be taking place on Thursday and Friday, and they're doing a Sunday final. We love a Sunday final. We love a Sunday final. There are 24 acts that are competing, so it'll be uh, 12 in each semifinal. Eight will advance from each semifinal, so it'll be a 16-song grand final. So kind of, kind of a big field. That should be a lot of fun. I'm very excited that we're getting more of that process because it's been it's been a real gem the last couple of years. Yep, yep. And and let three is in the mix again. I'm uh, always curious what they're. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say what is up their sleeve, but that could just be inviting horrors that I don't want to <laughs> imagine. So <laughs> it's nothing. They're naked on stage again, except for corks. On Saturday is the start of festival the the Kansau. There are ten songs in each semifinal. Five will advance based on jury and televote results, and a wild card from the second televote after the first five have been named uh, will round out the field there, and that, the the final of that will be in a few weeks. But hooray, Portugal's back. Yes, and it's the 60th edition of Festival de Conceau, so it should be like bigger shows than usual, um, which ooh, I guess I guess Saturdays are going to run a little late. They already get a pretty late start. Yeah, uh, a, real, a real casual start time. 3.07-ish. That's how it shows up on my calendar anyway. We did it. We we survived another Super Saturday. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of The Eurowhat. Thanks for listening. The Eurowhat podcast is hosted by Ben Smith. That's me and Mike McComb. That's me. If you'd like to help support the show and access a ton of bonus content, head on over to patreon.com slash Eurowhat. Our full coverage of the 2024 Eurovision Song Contest can be found on our website at Eurowhat.com. You can also follow us on social media at Eurowhat. Next time on the Euro What, we'll be easing toward the end of selection season with results from San Marino and Croatia. It was uh, five minus and pull up with Nendest Narcoticum Idest e Tea Me Kul Me Dang it. <laughs> the, the video window blocked the end of it. Okay, let me try that again. <laughs>